These days, it seems like we're hearing from doctors a lot, aren't we? Everything is about health. Everything is about safety, about wellness. And regardless of your stance, regardless of your opinion on current world events, I'd like to introduce you to a doctor friend of mine named Dr. Steve. Now, unfortunately, he's not in the studio room with me right now, but he sent over a testimony, one that I'd like to share with you today. Now, this testimony, I want you to pray with me about this. This testimony might become its own gospel tract. We'll have to see about that. I'm excited about the potential represented by what I'm holding in my hand right here, this first manuscript. Really, you could say it's a rough draft. And so you're going to have to bear with me as I read through this with you. But I think God is going to use this today to help maybe someone listening right now. You know, it's very likely, it's incredibly likely that someone listening right now deals with, struggles with, is under the weight of the burden of substance abuse. I don't know what your substance of choice is. Maybe I shouldn't say substance of choice. Maybe that substance that has you chained up, that won't let you go. Well, Dr. Steve has something to share with you. Medications, he says, when used correctly, can be effective and even life-saving. They can also be dangerous, damaging, and often life-ending when used improperly. As a doctor, I have the privilege. Now, I want you to realize, once again, this is Dr. Steve talking, not myself. So please don't think that I'm giving myself the, that special moniker, that special designation as a doctor, okay? But listen here. As a doctor, he says, I have the privilege and responsibility to provide medical treatment to patients under my care. One afternoon, a 24-year-old young man named Eli was admitted to my hospital floor for heroin withdrawal. He reported that he had used heroin every day of his life since he was 13 years old and had never experienced heroin withdrawal. Now pause here for just a moment. He'd never experienced withdrawal, not because he didn't know what the symptoms could potentially be, but because he had had access to that drug every day of his life and he used it. 24 now, 13 years old when he began 11 years of constant daily heroin use. Knowing that heroin is a fairly expensive drug on the street, I asked him how he could afford such a practice he mentioned that both of his parents were drug dealers in Puerto Rico. Both had recently died, and he moved from Puerto Rico to live with his aunt who resided in Wisconsin. That's where Dr. Steve is from. He told me that he was a millionaire and had never had to work a day in his life simply due to the inheritance he received from his parents. He had always found a way to get heroin, but the past couple days he had not been able to acquire any. Hearing this unique and incredible story, I shared with Eli what he likely would be experiencing in the next 12 hours or so. I told him that heroin withdrawal can often be very brutal and that he would very likely have flu-like symptoms of nausea, vomiting, and even possibly diarrhea. He could run a fever and probably not feel like eating anything. There's a potential for his heart to experience some irregular rhythms. He likely could experience some full-body chills and would possibly not have any appetite. 
There was also a strong possibility that he wouldn't get any sleep that night as his body suffered through the withdrawal symptoms. Eli appeared to be soaking up all this information, starting to appear a little bit apprehensive about what he was going to endure. I told Eli that I would be able to order some medication for him that would help lessen his, withdra his withdrawal symptoms. The daytime nurse who helped me admit Eli to the hospital was a wonderful Christian young lady. She and I both knew what would be the most effective resource to actually help Eli with his heroin addiction. In my white coat, I always keep some gospel tracts. As I gave a tract to Eli, I suggested to him that if he had some time that night, he would find it very beneficial to his current situation. The nurse and I smiled at each other, uh, at each other as I left the room to finish admitting the patient on the com computer. I was rejoicing at the opportunity to share the true message of hope with someone who was searching, not knowing if he would even read the tract. When I arrived at work the next morning, the night nurse requested I come to Eli's room right away. Thinking there had been a problem overnight, I inquired about his condition. When she asked me what I had discussed with Eli, I explained that we had talked about various ways that he could deal with his drug addiction. The nurse explained to me that she had been working in addiction medicine for many years and that she had never seen what she saw happen that night. With a puzzled look on my face, I asked her what happened. She told me that Eli never took any medication. Thinking I had forgotten to order the medications or that I had ordered them maybe incorrectly, I asked if I had entered them into the computer. She said everything was ordered correctly, but Eli never needed any of them. She told me that a couple hours after I left, Eli took a short nap. When he awoke, he was hungry, so she ordered him something to eat. He ate it all without nausea or vomiting. After eating, he took a shower and got cleaned up. He appeared to do just fine throughout that entire night. He never had a fever, never experienced any shaking chills, and slept like a baby. The nurse told me she had never seen anything like it in all her years working in medicine. She said, Dr. Steve, whatever you told Eli apparently changed his life. I could hardly fight back the tears. As I knocked on Eli's room and he welcomed me inside, I will never forget Eli sitting on his bed, cross-legged, reading that gospel tract with tears streaming down his face. I was smiling as I walked into the room, tears coming from my eyes as well. Eli said, Doc, I read this tract last night and I trusted Christ as my Savior I have never felt this good in my entire life. Thank you for giving this to me, he said. I told Eli how thankful I was that he had made that decision, and I encouraged him to join with a good Bible-believing, gospel-preaching church when he left the hospital. Since Eli was doing so well, he was discharged to go home that day, and I've never actually seen him since. God orchestrated our meeting that day. And he gave me the opportunity to give him that gospel tract. God's timing is always perfect. What about you, my friend? Are you struggling with an addiction, whether it be drugs, alcohol, pornography, gambling, or even something else? 
I want you to know that there is hope for you. Jesus Christ will meet you right where you are, and he has the power to help you and change you. Just like Eli, Jesus Christ can give you freedom from your sin and can help you travel this life in victory. Eli made a decision that changed his life for the better. Will you? To become a Christian, you need to talk to God and pray something like this. Dear Lord, I know I am a sinner. Please forgive me of my sin. Come into my life and help me to live victoriously over my sin. Take me to heaven when I die. Help me to follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you pray to receive Christ as your Savior, will you contact us today to let us know about your life-changing decision? We'd love to rejoice with you and help you in your new life with Christ. Well, Dr. Steve, thank you, thank you, thank you. What a joy to hear about what God can do with his power. I would, for a moment, lest you wonder, I would like to clarify something for just a moment. We don't serve a quote-unquote health, wealth, and prosperity God. Realize that Eli was given what seems to be a little bit of special grace for her for his situation. Realize that praying to God and accepting God as some sort of quote-unquote fire insurance just so you don't have to go to hell and maybe so you can get through some physical malady and so you don't have to deal with the consequences of your actions, that's not the type of God that we serve. That's not the God of the Bible either. And so, I want to be careful to tell you that what Eli experienced here is not some promise that you can uh, abuse drugs and alcohol in your body in a myriad of different ways and just think, you know, all I have to do is pray to God. He's going to solve everything. I'll have no consequences. That's not how it works. I will say this, though, friend. God does love you. God does have a special kind of grace for you, James 4, 6, but he giveth more grace. You know, before jumping into evangelism and taking the directorship of Bible Tracks Incorporated, I served as an associate pastor in Akron, Ohio, which for some time, I don't know if it still is, but for some time was the heroin capital of America, and if I'm not mistaken, even the heroin capital of the world. The amount of people that I truly believe by God's grace we were able to help and the people we met many of which were struggling in great ways because of this particular substance. It just staggers the mind. Can I tell you, God did a great work, continues to do a great work through the church I got to be a part of, First Baptist Church of Kenmore there on East Avenue in Akron, Ohio. If you get a chance and you're in the area, visit those good people there, Pastor Joe Grimaldi. But I'll tell you this, God and his grace has enough power to break the chains of your sin your addiction, your sinful, wicked habit. God can do that. If you have questions or you need help, I was just texting with someone not long ago, struggling with one of these addictions. They contacted me because of this radio program. Here's my phone number. You can text me right now. I'd love to communicate. I will personally respond. Here's the phone number, 309-316-7240. 309 316 
7240. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank Dr. Steve for sharing that testimony. I'd like to t- thank you right now for listening to this broadcast. Really, we couldn't do what we do at Bible Tracks Incorporated without people like you. It would be a little worthless for us to print millions upon millions of gospel tracts month after month, year after year, if we didn't have people to give them out. Of course, realize the vast majority of our gospel tracts go out completely free. You can go to our website, BibleTracksInc.org, to order yours today. BibleTracksInc.org. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. For His glory, God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.